Babies have a lot of needs. And boy, is there a lot of stuff being sold to new parents to take care of those babies. $90 billion a year. In today's episode, we are going to discuss what of that stuff do you actually need? Keep listening to The Catholic Money Show. A few episodes ago, we did an episode about consignment sales. Love them. And how much we love them. We told a story about our first consignment sale which we hoped to get a bunch of baby stuff and walked out with a Thanksgiving outfit. (laughs) That was about it. So we missed our opportunity there to really save a bunch of bucks. And it turns out one of you listeners is in a similar boat right now and sent us a voicemail. Let's give that a quick listen. Hi there. Um, my husband and I have been listening to your podcast for a while now. Um, we're newlyweds and it has been so exciting to hear about all the different things you guys speak about, specifically about finances, um, just because we didn't really have a lot of background with that. And it's been so good for our new marriage. Um, and we're expecting a baby, so really exciting. Um, and we just listened to your guys's episode about the consignment sales, and we think it was super providential because there's actually a consignment sale going on this upcoming Thursday, and we were wondering what your guys's thoughts were on what sorts of things to look out for at the sales and what things are actually necessary, um, because we feel like we could go in and be either very overwhelmed or buy the Thanksgiving outfit. So we can't wait to hear what you say and God bless you for all your work. We wanna answer this very important question. As you shared earlier, the baby industry is a $90 billion market and ever expanding. Mm -hmm. Companies are willing to pay top dollar to get in front of your eyeballs to tell you that you need X, Y, or Z. And maybe some of it you do need, Mm -hmm. but a good deal of it you don't. Yes. And then even more of it, you could probably get gently used. Of course. You know, this baby stuff market is so big and so powerful. I think this is from the Power of Habit book, but and it's kind of a side story. But he talks about Target and their targeted advertising and using purchase data to go after particularly new parents mm. because... If they get you there, they get them for the new parents. <laughs> they're gonna they keep are getting you. loyal customers and mm. they'll buy a bunch of other stuff at Target as well. Mm. So and this is a big industry that has a lot of it designed maybe to take care of your baby, but to take get care of pockets. the real baby, <laughs> which is their business. Yes. Never underestimate the power of marketing. <laughs> Some of it is is in your face. Most of it is very, very subtle. And all of a sudden, the dollar bills are flying out of our wallets. Uh, so I want to help prepare this young couple as they go to this consignment sale. And we wanted to have this conversation here on the Catholic Money Show, because I think that there's a lot of other new parents out there who could benefit from this. Mm-hmm. And so instead of just answering directly, we wanted to go ahead and record our response, if you will, so that it could benefit the masses, those listening to this and in a similar situation. So first up, before we even go into kind of the critical items that you really actually need for a baby and then Mm -hmm. kind of the nice to haves, those are that's going to be the two differentiators that we talk about here. I do want to say that as part of this $90 billion industry, I think Mm. there's an 
immense amount of pressure put on parents to provide a certain level of and type of stuff for your baby. Mm. And then it extends to your child, blah, 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 blah. There's an element of keeping up with the Joneses that I want Catholic families to seriously push back against. Now, if you have, you're debt free, you have your emergency savings established and um, you're budgeting and you can go ahead and spend a larger amount of resources on baby stuff. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But most nine times out of 10, that is not new parents. <laughs> and they end up, you know, putting more, th- putting things that they think they need on a credit card. Mm. Or they're, they're not paying off the debt because they spent all the money furnishing the um, nursery with Pottery Barn furniture to be like this influencer <laughs> that was their same age and they should be at the same level, mm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Social media has kind of warped, um, I think, new parents and their expectations for baby gear mm-hmm. because you're seeing all these influencers with most of the time their free stuff that they were given by the companies. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you that. <laughs> and now you think you need all these organic muslin swaddle blankets. <laughs> and so I do want to just um, preface our conversation with understand that reality. And that is putting pressure on couples to feel like they can't be open to life to the Mm. degree that they would want to be because all this stuff's just so expensive. And that's just, it's just a tactic from the enemy to scare us, steal, kill and destroy, right? His, his ultimate mission. And so why we love consignment sales, we love them for a variety of reasons, Mm -hmm. but a really big one is that you can get really great stuff that you need that's going to serve your family in whatever state of life you're in for less. And so that means you get to put more money towards the things that matter most, whatever God's calling you to, whether that's giving more, whether it's paying off debt, whether it's being open to life and, and welcoming more children. We're all about that. And so if you can leverage and uh, take advantage of buying some of this initial stuff for less, and then go ahead and extend that throughout the childhood um, of your kids, it's just going to mean so much for your family economy. All right. Absolutely. Sorry. Just wanted to preface that. Mm-hmm. All right, John. Uh, let me say one more thing. Oh, okay. You got to preface There's too. a pressure that I think this is a lot of us feel that I think we felt without even realizing it until somebody pointed it out or I read it somewhere, heard it somewhere, whatever, that as we're starting off, you know, our, our adult life, Mm -hmm. we expect to be at the same level as our parents at right now. But it took them, it took them 30 years to get to, to Mm -hmm. get to the type of house they're in and all these things. But we expect to be there right now. And I think it's the same thing with kids. If I look back, I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe there wasn't as much money around as I thought, or we had a lot simpler stuff than than I think, or than that is available now. now. There's yeah. so much fancy and just so much stuff available oh, now for kids. Cooler and, and cooler baby stuff. Now those those stroller wagons. I say even since what we, a genius idea. For four years <laughs> since we had a baby. There's a lot of extra, more even more cool stuff. I want to have more kids just to use the stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do want to have more kids. God willing. And you do want to use the stuff. <laughs> All right, let's get to the stuff though. 
the this is we'll start with the criticals. Yeah. The gotta have. And I mean, if you wanted to be super, super like, okay, what are the real items? Gun to your back. What do you need for a baby? Well, you need you need something to feed them, you need somewhere to put them down, and you need something to change their diaper. And maybe in one outfit. If you were talking about the absolute basics, okay, that could work. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit more than just the absolute. <laughs> Keep the child alive, mostly. List. So yes. when I say critical items, it's kind of just, yeah, the basics that you need in basics. kind of setting it up. There we go. I'm not talking about the absolute, like, bare bones. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's get in. Let's talk about sleeping. The kids got to sleep. And you want that kid to sleep. You need that kid to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. You're going to run the gamut. Is your kid one of those that is going to sleep through the night at three weeks and then you're going to pat yourself on the back and think you were such a good parent? Or is your kid going to be a night terror for the first two years of their life and you're going to blame yourself? Neither (laughs) which are true. (laughs) And then you might have another one a couple of years later and they flip flopped on you. And now (laughs) you realized it didn't have anything to do with your parenting. (laughs) Anyway, you do need um, usually right away. And the American Academy of Pediatrics will recommend this baby sleeping in your room mm-hmm. is the ideal for newborns. And it will kind of comfort you as well to just know that they're in earshot, that they're there. So a bassinet is a great item for a baby to sleep in right away. Or if you're going to have a crib, for you those can just set that up in your room. Who hypothetically don't remember what, what a bassinet <laughs> is. For those listeners. Yeah, yeah. And not, not you. It's kind of like that, <laughs> that smaller portable crib that you could kind of have pull up right next to the bed. And mm. oftentimes like one of the sides will kind of collapse. So if mom's breastfeeding, she could just easily grab the baby, ah, pull baby to herself. Bassinet. <laughs> and I mean, these come in a variety. You could get one at a consignment sale, like one of those halo bassinets. You could get one for thirty dollars, twenty, thirty bucks, or you could get the snoo, um, which is like the the thousand dollar. When the baby starts to kind of like make a noise, it'll begin to like like make white noise, shushing, and even like start to sway and rock them. They make an adult set. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You certainly don't need to go that fancy. We may, yeah. Really, oftentimes basic is just best. So just a bassinet. That's really the essential right away. Something small near you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do that, you could skip it and just do a crib in your room. And then there's the whole sleeping in the bed thing. Co-sleeping. Yeah. Some people will do that. Some people do that. Some people aren't comfortable with it. Some people are. Yeah. Whatever's going to help you and your family get the most sleep. Mm -hmm. Really. Bingo. Yeah. And then you'll need something that baby to be in while it's sleeping. So... Especially when they're when they're new, uh, swaddle blankets mm-hmm. wrap that kid up. Sometimes you can just take the swaddle blanket they gave you at the hospital. I know people that have done just that take it. because they they give it to you. Yeah. you you're not stealing this from no, them. no. And it's like the memento. <laughs> this is the first blank, and I wrapped you um, in. But you know, if you learn the skill of swaddling, that that can be a good one. Otherwise, Ish. there's a wide range of Mm -hmm. different sleep sacks or swaddle blankets that you could try um every kid is going to be different but finding one that seems to work 
mm-hmm. for your kid and that they like. Some kids don't like them at all. But I would say trying them for most kids is going to be beneficial. And there's a balance here. Just like the other thing, right? There's, there's a wide variety or a, a wide spectrum of these things. Mm-hmm. There's the... <laughs> don't go by the Merlin right, magic there's the, sleep There's suit. the my kid can't <laughs> sleep. I'll do anything. I don't know what's happening. I haven't slept in weeks. Parent who will pay anything. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be products marketed to that, taking advantage of your sleep-deprived psychosis. Yep. And you will be willing to try anything and pay anything. And then there's, you wrap them in a blanket. Mm-hmm. And then there's something in between, right? Where, where you have, okay, yeah, this is this particular sleep sack kind of thing or whatever will be a little more helpful. Maybe it's easier, whatever. So yeah. there is definitely a, there's some discerning there mm-hmm. of wh- what to do and how to go. Yeah. I think for us, it's usually gone. Simplicity has worked better. And we've done the double swaddle strategy, the double swaddle blanket strategy. Um, It seemed to work really good for our kids. And we didn't need anything really fancy other than Mm -hmm. just a couple muslin. Nope, we didn't get cotton or we didn't get organic. They were just plain muslin swaddle blankets. Um, And then when our kids transitioned out of swaddle blankets, because when they're rolling over you, we go into, we call it the squirrel suit. Mm-hmm. What I forget zippity zip zippity zips. They were from Shark Tank, and then our kids literally are in the zippity zips um, until they're like four years old. But you know where we got the zippity zip consignment the sale. yard sale. Yeah, was the first one. That's where we ran into it. Like they're throwing it in. I think when we bought some clothes or something, we're like, I guess we'll take it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Saved our butts. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but you don't need that right away. No, no, no. That's no, something no. that's kind of like in the. As they get older. Six to nine month age, you might figure out something mm-hmm. for the rolling over. All okay, right. so, so we've covered we took sleep. care of sleep. This is, this is, we're going to hit the main activities of a baby. Sleep, <laughs> check. All right, eat. They need to eat. So if you're breastfeeding, and you could do a mix of breastfeeding or formula, mm-hmm. or you could do just breastfeeding or formula. We're not here to talk about what options you are pursuing, but depending on which one you pursue... Um, at a consignment sale, if you're going to choose to breastfeed, this might be a great place to grab some of the supplies. Mm. A lot of times someone will have bought like, um, a bunch of bottles that their kid didn't like. Right. I'm talking about just the breastfeeding moms. Oh yeah. They don't need a bottle. Why did I say that? <laughs> I oh, I know. guess if they're pumping and you got to do it later and that sure, kind of stuff. Sure. Bottle, uh, so but. yes, pumping supplies. Yeah. Huge at a consignment sale. You can get great pumps. Um, so if your insurance is not covering it, mm-hmm. that would be a great place to grab it. Or and also big old box of bags they didn't need. All yes. That stuff. Bags to store milk, et cetera. Yes, of course. Um, there's going to be creams mm. and um, leak pads. A lot of times, you know, somebody just didn't need them. Mm-hmm. And so this is just a great place to score great deals on just all those equipment. Nursing bras. Let's just say the special nursing clothes. bras. You know, maybe now you're out of the maternity clothes, but you want some nursing shirts, nursing dresses, nursing mm-hmm. sweaters. These are going to be on sale at a consignment sale um, and something that you should absolutely go get because nursing clothes are really, really expensive. Mm-hmm. I'll say this maybe because so then we don't have to keep saying it because I think it applies probably to everything that we're going to talk about is. Sure, you're going to save money by limiting which things you buy, and that's what our list is going to do. You're going to save more money than if you get those things used. Yeah. You're going to save 
more money, probably if you do that at a consignment sale or yard sale, something like that. Yeah. So like the whole range of like how things get cheaper from new, gently used, maybe on eBay or something like that. Then, you know, Facebook marketplace, then consignment store, then consignment sale, yard sale, borrow from wow. a friend. Wow. I'd say that's what a the, range. I'd say that's the range though. Mm-hmm. As most things go through there, it gets cheaper as you go down. So all of these, that's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. okay so yeah, if you are going to maybe be doing a hybrid, you're going to be breastfeeding, but also um, using some bottles, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're going to be out for the occasional date night, et cetera. This, this can be a great place to get the bottles. Yeah. Um, and then if you are going to be exclusively just formula, then obviously lots of bottles you're going to need, you know, to kind of stock up on a healthy supply of those and then maybe even get some of the, you know, you don't need to get all the gimmicky stuff like the bottle warmer. Don't need the boss just about to bring up bottle warmer. You don't need the like special dry rack, but the thing that looks like grass. Yeah, you don't. You just, <laughs> all it does is get it just collects mold on the bottom. <laughs> You really just, yeah, in that instance, you just need bottles. So, mm-hmm. And I, there's lots of different bottles out there. There really so are. So many different ones. Yeah, and it might be just one of, you might just decide you're going to go all in on one and you're going to hope for the best. And if it doesn't work, you can always resell it and try something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just know that part of the journey of parenting is a big dose of humility and being willing to pivot when something's not working. And that's going to happen a lot. We joke often that mm-hmm. our family schedules changes every three months because somebody's <laughs> people have now reached different milestones and different needs. Mm-hmm. And that's what is so great about buying this kid stuff used is so many times you can find it hardly used. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was, oh, the kid didn't like these bottles. Oh, I thought cl- cloth diapering was a, a time suck, whatever it is. Like it just didn't work for us. Mm-hmm. Well, if it works for you, like the thing that doesn't or doesn't work for somebody else is going to work for somebody else. Yep. And so you can take advantage of that. Yep. So I, I guess talking I, about diapering, I leaked it. Ooh, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> you Sleeping, dumped it early. Eating. Come on. <laughs> now we're on the pooping. The diapering basics. Yeah. I don't think oftentimes at a consignment sale, you're really not going to find a lot of disposy disposables. Disposies. <laughs> People call them disposies or disposables. <laughs> You might find somebody who just um, they overbought or something. They overbought or they used a partial pack and they'll give a discount. But oftentimes that's not going to be you're not going to find that. there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really the hot spot, though, for the cloth diapering parent. This is a great place to get yes. some of those supplies. And so we would recommend if you are going to be a cloth diapering parent, what are you, what do you really need? You probably need between 20 and 30 diapers. Mm hmm. Depending on what system you use, we're huge fans of the all-in-ones. Um, we even have gone all in on cloth wipes. I think it's just easier. If you're doing the it's diapers, just you might, easier. Whatever you're doing for the diapers, do it for the wipes. Because then you don't have to go find a trash can every time it's you change all, a diaper. Yeah. Nope, it's all together. So uh, we get that, and then you might get probably one or two wet bags for your diaper bag. Diaper bag. This would be where you'd put the diapers if you're out and about, or even you put clothes that got dirty or wet, blah, blah, blah. It'll protect it inside the bag. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to need probably a large 
trash can of sorts and then a large wet diaper pail. Yes, you like a kitchen size trash can with a lid. And then lockable lid. Yes. And then the uh the liner. It looks like it's just like a big clothes bag, but it's like the waterproofy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, to line that. And this isn't a list. And that's pretty much the that's pretty much all the stuff it's you not need necessary. for the Ooh, what do you say? But but it's a real nice to have. What? The diaper sprayer. True. I would. It's not. You know necessary. what? I'm so sorry. I didn't write that down. But I would. Yes. But technically, it's definitely worth you it. You could dunk and swish. Ooh, we personally sound... have absolutely never done that and never will. No. So I would. Uh, but you know what? We're we've bought on. We bought on eBay our spray pal and our sprayer. Yep. And or Amazon warehouse. Like there's always a way to get mm, some of this way. stuff cheaper. So yes, a way to help clean the diapers. Okay. All right. They've slept. They've ate. They've pooped. Now you got to put some on their backs. Mm-hmm. Got to have some clothing. So again, we're talking about the new babies. Mm-hmm. And at our first consignment sale, all we came out with was a Christmas dress and a Thanksgiving onesie that was too large. I say, did they even fit? <laughs> and after having three three girls, um, what I've realized, especially in the new days. Is that you essentially just need some onesies, mostly sleepers, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of cute outfits per size. Couple isn't two. Couple isn't, yeah, like, two or three. Just a couple. And really, you're just going to keep the baby in their pajamas all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about it. Let's say, you're, you know, it's a rainy weekend. You're just going to stay in. You're going to eat. You're going to sleep. You're going to have to use the bathroom. Yeah. Are you going to get out of your pajamas? Or just, yeah. Why are like, you putting them in? Let's these, just stay comfy. In a onesie and cute jeans and a zip up sweater. It's so impractical, but it's really cute when you want to take really the baby. Cute. When you want to take the baby out and you want to take, you're going to an event. You want to have a couple outfits, obviously something for church. Um, But basically 90% of the time, they're just going to be in pajamas and mm-hmm. that's totally okay. Until they're maybe like what six Older. six to nine months, but even then, like we that. pretty much just keep our kids <laughs> <laughs> in pajamas, or if it's summer, they're walking around in a cloth diaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, weather appropriate clothing. So if you are, you know, this is something to time. We we blew it on our first sale, sure. just knowing like, okay, we're about to have a daughter born in November. Oh, we should get zero to three month clothing that's warm for fall and the winter. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then our three to six month, that'll probably be more the spring sale. Like we just weren't thinking. Mm -hmm. And of course, kids will always defy these sizes. Um, You never know if they come out seven pounds and they're going to fit into newborn clothes for a little bit or you have a 10 pounder. And they're automatically in the three to six month clothing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really know, but you, you, if you hedge your bet, bets and get newborn clothes and also zero to three months for the season that you know you're going to be heading into, that's probably a good bet. Mm-hmm. Onesies, sleepers, a couple outfits. Baby shoes. Uh, they ain't walking. Uh, Why are you going to have a shoe? 
No shoes. It's just so frustrating to even try to get it on. It's horrible. Doesn't do anything. You don't need them. No, we actually, I forget the name of it, but we, <laughs> those, booties? we those booties, well, we had like, they the, were snap on the real ones and then we just got knockoffs. I forget the, the name, time, so just but get snap some, on booties. Yeah, that's all you need. Good. And then it's easier because the socks. baby socks. Oh no, oh, the worst. No, 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 they, no, no. Mm-mm. You think regular socks get lost easy. Mm-mm. Baby socks. Nope. Don't just get the fleece booties that you, that you button on. And then you only need that's like it. one set. All you need is one pair. <laughs> don't, you don't need any more. And that it usually fits your kid for months. Yep. And then you just get the bigger size. Bingo. And then when they're finally walking a year in, you can worry about shoes then. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Clothes covered. Check. Take us to the next you gotta one. Keep that baby safe. So you're going to need the car seat. Obviously. I mean, I don't, I don't even think they let you. You they, can't leave the hospital. Yeah, they, you can't go anywhere if you don't have it. They, they came out and checked it and all that stuff. Now, this is a controversial topic. We're talking about buying things at the consignment sale, John. Oh, you mean you're going to talk about I'm going to talk expiration about expiration dates. I'm going to talk about can you buy a used car seat? Can you I'm buy? I'm not even going to say expiration. Usually at consignment sales, Should they won't you, take it. Yeah, that's they true. Won't they won't take won't it go. if it's expired. Okay? Nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, they won't. If there is a car seat that somebody it's not expired and maybe wants to offer one yeah to you not expired never was in an accident why wouldn't you use it expired yeah the that's one of the biggest about that one of the biggest rackets in the car infant seat world and a money grab for sure is the whole car in car seat safety rules etc cetera, etc cetera. Really, if a, if a car seat has not been in an accident, there's no reason it shouldn't be safe to use. We're not like 25 and then, years old. And then eventually, if you put a couple kids through it, it's destroyed. You're just not going to want to use All it All the padding's again. worn out, <laughs> etc. It's gross. It's disgusting. So this is not something that's going to last you through nine children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, you might be, you, it's going to be great if you can maybe get two or three kids in the car seat and it's still salvageable. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes at maybe one of these consignment sales, maybe they were gifted one. Sure. And then they got another one and they decided to change stroller systems. So mm. it changed what, what car seat they got. Or maybe they just used it very lightly. It was a spare in the, uh, the, the second car um, that was barely used or whatever. You just don't know the story. But um, this is a great place to, to pick up a good deal on a car seat. Mm-hmm. I'm not we've. Personally, only ever bought ours new, but I have seen good deals on car seats. Oh, we were gifted one by a friend. The baby things, the thing that you carry them in it and you click them in. Yeah. Those have been new. We've had some used seats. Okay. Yeah, I bought another one at Costco. Anyway, we don't need to get into it. But personally, (laughs) I never thought of it until... We were, we had car it was, seats. Yeah, we, we, it just the timing. I just never right even us, thought of it, yeah. but it's definitely a place to go. If you find the one that you want to use for your kind of travel system, if you will, yeah. you want one that matches your stroller. Well, that, you want you to, want to have to, adapt the, to click in and all yes, that stuff. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. We got the seat, the car seat. Another big item is going to be baby monitor. Ooh, we've got and you some can spend thoughts. a lot of money on baby monitors. And it's going to tell you, it's going to be a camera that you can move around. You can talk back and forth. You can zoom in and out. You can 
color night vision. You can know what temperature and humidity it is in the room. You could have a sensor on your baby so that you can know what yeah, the their heart rate and all is. Those other ones. And, yeah. Yes. There's lots of monitoring things that you need for the baby. And I think that these are just really good at giving parents anxiety. Yes. It is a way to create and then monetize your fear. Your fear yeah. of your kid being in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it feel like you have to be watching at all times. Which sets you up Ugh. then Helicopter for the parent. rest of their lives or at oh least their gosh. childhood. If I'm not here, if I'm not watching them, if I don't know exactly what they're doing, who knows what could happen? They're in trouble. Yeah, Which it's is not just good. Give it's not you good for you. It's not good for and, them. Yeah. And so we are just fans of the absolute basic audio monitor. Yep. We started off. We had the camera. We did. And then we abandoned the little carry around thing. And then we did like, like not security cameras, but that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Eventually just abandoned. Forget this, man. I just need to know if the kids are crying. Yep. Yeah. Or they're up from their nap. I don't need to Mm -hmm. see anything. I'll hear it. And you know what? Our house is not some 7,000 square foot thing. (laughs) I'm going to hear them wherever I'm at. Yeah. So, but I still have the monitor. Yeah. yeah, Just in case. But. Yes. Anyway, so you you do need that. And then a couple, uh, a consignment sale is a great place to just get some of that baby proofing stuff. Oh, you don't need it right away as a newborn, but Mm -hmm. just the outlet covers, the cabinet locks, the furniture anchors. I do think these things are important. Absolutely. Um, And they're, I I see them as just essential. So Mm -hmm. as they, kids just, you know, when they start crawling and toddling around. You want to make sure they're safe. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't even you don't only need to keep the kid safe. You need to keep the kid clean. So some of the things that, again, these are kind of the basics, the things that you again, there's. You can wash the kid in the sink, but let's get a baby bathtub. Yeah, they just make it so much easier for newborns. They're just basically like Gumby. They you know, they're mm-hmm. they can't. They need something to be placed in. <laughs> if you're just trying to hold them in the sink, it's just gets they awkward all, they really slippery. quick. Yeah. yeah. So um, our strategy, honestly, we used to on our first baby, the baby bathtub in the bathtub. And then yeah. I think every baby since then just gets the baby bathtub gets perched in the shower. And if you or I happen to be showering, <laughs> they just get washed. <laughs> That's just pretty much how it goes now. <laughs> there's some there's some commercial like that. Oh, really? It's like first kid and they're all real careful and, and fancy and all that. And then it's like second or whatever kid. And then like, yeah, the, somebody's in the shower and they're just getting handed a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so much more efficient. Um, yes. But essentially you need something to put them on. Mm-hmm. And then just like basic hygiene things like a little nail clipper because, man, they're nails. They get crazy. Mm-hmm. Some people talk about biting your kids' nails because they're so thin at that age and like that's better, but no. I think you could actually do more damage. So baby that. clippers and then a, a digital thermometer. Just that's really important because if they spike a fever early on, you need to know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then again, that's a whole range and you just need to weigh convenience, cost, your style of thing on type and fanciness of it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm realizing that we forgot something when we talked about feeding Ooh, earlier. Tell me. I'm so sorry. 
um, like burp cloths. Oh, it's helpful for both uh, breastfeeding moms and also formula. Mm-hmm. Like Definitely. if you're going to feed formula, like the burp rags, but also just they they're the the cleanup of everything. It yeah. doesn't clean up just spit up. You clean up everything mm-hmm. <laughs> with the burp rags, um, and then a nursing pillow. If you are going to go that route, like a boppy or a my breast friend. Um, (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Yes, that's literally the name of one of them. I think that one's like specifically made for like twins. Um, So I did forget to mention those earlier. And then we didn't cover the high chair, but this the the sale would be a great place to get a high chair. You're not going to need it until about six months. but then you're also at that point going to be introducing a little bit of water in a cup. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the dog. Um, and we've always had good luck with those munchin munchkin cups. There's the angle cup where because it's a weighted. There's a weight on the bottom a weight. of the straw. So yes, yeah, so if you're going to give the kid a straw, because some kids they need a straw. They just like they can't understand a cup. But they're going to tip it upside down. Mm, so you can't drink out of a straw it. with it tipped. That's where this little anchor thing is. Bendy straw with a weight. But that miracle cup has been a, a good oh, thing. Like, it's like a... It's, it's got a ra- silicone wrap around the top. Saucer kind of looking thing on top. And you can just suck out of it anywhere on but the But it top. prevents water from like splashing yeah, all yeah, over their face. Yeah, it's not open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, sorry. Sorry that I missed that around feeding. No, yeah, no, that's really good. All right, uh, and then you got, you know, we talked a little bit about it with the the... One of those car seats, baby seats. What's that thing called? Stroller that you carry the kid in that clicks and that has the handle. That's called a car seat. Car seat. Okay. <laughs> well, you need you need to get out of the car, and sometimes you're gonna be going a little ways, so you gotta put them in something. Yeah. So a stroller, a stroller, a wagon. Now nowadays, and oftentimes you'll need to get an adapter, whether you're using yes. Kiko or Brightax or or Bob. Or the Wonder Wagon or whatever that thing is called. You're going to need something yeah, and with an adapter. Yeah, they'll usually have, you know, the right things lined up for their own stuff. But they know you might want you something might else. So they're gonna, happy to sell you a very expensive um, piece of metal and plastic mm-hmm. to use with your other thing. And personally, you know, when I pull up to, let's say, Costco or the store... The last thing that I want to do is lug a car seat and a stroller into the store so that I can go ahead and now also push my cart. Mm. That's a nightmare. I don't want to do that. So this is where baby carriers come in. And you need at least one. Mm. And they come in a variety of methods and strategies. materials, My preferred favorite is the Nuru pocket shirt. Oh. And other people like the Moby Wrap, the Ergo, the uh, I'm blanking right now. There's the, so many. The one that starts with a T, I forget it. Anyway, there's a, basically a billion. The Beko. Uh, you just need probably a soft one that's made of cloth, and then maybe a more structured one, mm. so that when they're bigger, because when mm-hmm. when when they, once they get like four months, they're starting to fall out of these softer ones. That mm-hmm. unless it's a really um, hefty big wrap but some of the smaller ones yeah those won't hold up as the baby gets bigger i always love the pocket shirt and i'll I'll just say this for new parents that are listening 
our culture will tell you like that you should you could put the baby down and they should be fine. The baby is going to scream. I don't put my babies down. I not this is not to be taken literally. Of course, during the day I will occasionally put my babies down. But why? Why? Everybody's happier if I'm wearing them. <laughs> or you're wearing them, but basically if I'm wearing them. Yeah. They base they'll sleep for four, five hours in there. Mm-hmm. No peep. No nothing. You put them down in their crib at two weeks old, they're waking up after <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> and they're crying. And so just know that it's a season, it's a brief one, but I essentially just wear my babies for the first three to four months of their life. And that's okay. And it cuts down on the witching hour and the peak fussiness and colic and blah, blah, blah. And it just makes that time pass so much more smoothly in a time that's riddled with transition and mm-hmm. sleep loss, blah, blah, blah. It just makes it easier if you get on, get into the mindset of, I'm just going to be wearing my baby all the time and just accept that. It just makes everybody a lot more peaceful because mm-hmm. otherwise you're just going to get angry at the baby for not sleeping when you put them down. And as soon as you walk out of the room, they wake up and that's just not something you want to get into. Mm-hmm. It can be frustrating, Bingo. especially if you have other kids too. All right. So those are the, the, the basics. That's the basics. The, the, the things to get. Now there's a couple of nice to have things. Yeah. We'll just go through a couple of those quick. Um, One of the, Actually, something that I don't think I listed on the nice to have, but a diaper changing station place, etc. Yes. Some people will get these big, nice diaper changing tables. Mm. And you know what? You might get one of those. I think we had a mat for our first child. <laughs> that yeah, had a pretty <laughs> low bar to begin with. We just had a foam mat or so, you know something really basic. Yeah. And then it just downgraded from there and we just changed the baby wherever. Say, this is going to be, it's what is, <laughs> this is particularly one of those things that as you're a parent longer or you have, or if more kids come along, you start to really, you, you don't, realize you're this not is gonna, just more work. You're not walking up to the changing yeah. table upstairs. Nope. You're just going to, there's a blanket there. A spot Great. On eh, the floor. This is the carpet. Bingo, bango. Eh. There we go. <laughs> Wherever you are. Middle of a, middle of a party. Fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those <laughs> things that you see. So again, you might want that there at the beginning, but it's going to be uh, something that just ends up being more work. Or you're not going to use it a lot, but it's nice mm-hmm. to have, but again, not essential. Uh, a baby swing or the bouncer or those other things to put the kid in to uh, keep them entertained or happy or whatever those are. Yeah. And we had one kid that kind of only wanted to sleep in a swing. For a little bit of her life. Mm. I know it's not necessarily recommended. We were there right there with her. But. Other uh, the other kids didn't like them. Yeah. So again, it was a nice to have. We bought it used and then we sold it as soon as we were done with it. I didn't want to have to store that. No way. That's not something you want hanging around. Mm -hmm. Your glider rocking chair for the feedings Mm -hmm. can be really nice. Again, a chair works. Yeah. But special chair is kind of special and nice. Yeah, that can be great. Um, you said those cute baby clothes, special occasion outfits. So that's, you know, for the the holidays or photos, a party, you know, those types of things. 
uh, little toys. Again, it's a baby. Baby toys. They're babies. <laughs> All their these gimmicky fingers are their toys. Yes, they these don't... gimmicky toys that are designed to like make a bunch of noise and light up. Ooh, I don't even think I don't uh-uh. even think that they're great for babies. They're not great. And then anybody. as soon as your baby actually wants to play with a toy, they're just going to want to play with kitchen spoons and balls, yeah. not baby Einstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you can more or less just skip all of that stuff. Yep. Uh, another nice to have, maybe if you are going to be doing um, breastfeeding, would be a nursing cover. It's not essential. Again, just take one of your burp rags or take one of your swaddle, blanket. swaddle blankets and just throw it over your shoulder or not. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. But you might personally want something like that. Yeah. Some books. You'll certainly yeah. want some books. Good books. Uh, of course, the kids... The- baby is not reading the book so you're reading to the baby yeah but there's science but that's very important to science be doing. about the importance of that mm-hmm. and just reading out loud in but general again, it doesn't need to be anything special or fancy no just read it's yeah. the activity and then those little baby gym play mats they can be great it's it like can be a nice thing spot they can lay on and there's like stuff hanging over it Mm, yeah, all those, and you those can things. get them to be, you know, simpler or more Montessori, and it's mm-hmm, not all the mm-hmm. lights and the music. Um, I think that they're great. It's a nice thing to have if you want to just go ahead and put the baby down in the living room, and you know you need to go get something done in the kitchen or mm-hmm. whatnot. It can be a fun place to put them that yeah. will entertain them for a few minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as they start to sit. There's those, you know, bumbos that help them sit up. It can be a nice to have mm. or a boppy lounger where you mm. can lay the baby again. But really, you could just lay the baby on a blanket mm-hmm. on a blanket that you own. But it can be a nice to have. Yeah. Yes. Um, tableware. So once baby starts eating, mm. if you can find this at a consignment sale, do it. Um, but that stickable tableware. We've never been. We're. It's we not are, sticky. No, 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 no. But just by the shape and the size of it, like it just kind of to the table. We are baby led weaning. We're a baby led weaning family. So that means once they turn six months and can sit up on their own, kind of check the boxes, we just take a hunk of whatever we're eating and we throw it on their plate. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we introduce salads to our kids. Um, We don't have special silverware. We don't have special plates, but... Because we just throw it onto the um, Ikea high chair that we the have. Tray. The onto tray. The tray. Right on the tray. Yeah. But if you don't have something like that and you just want to push your high chair up to the main table, well, you really don't want to give a seven-month-old a ceramic plate. Yep. I, I think a plastic plate has a, ch- a high chance of going flying, too. I say, yeah, it's not so just it's about all it breaking. About those, it's about just getting flipped. and They're going to throw it, and mm-hmm. then it's just going to go everywhere. So that's why those um, silicone ones that have like a sticky, a suction cup on yeah, the bottom. Yeah, it's kind of a suction. That's what I'm talking about. Easy peasy is one of the brands. I think that was a Shark Tank too. Mm. Um, so that can be really great. Something like that. And you don't need a ton. You need a bowl and a plate. Yep. And you can just go ahead and wash and reuse. Or yeah. Some, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some other nice to haves. Just the little accessory things you put on the stroller. I'm thinking about. Oh, like a little thing. I want to put my drink. Some, oh, stuff for you. 
like a drink holder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a rain cover for the stroller. Mm. Eh, the chances where you're going to be out needing it, it's just so slim. But it could be nice mm-hmm. when you do get caught in the rain. So it's kind of just, do you have the resources available? Can you find a good deal on it? These are little luxuries that can make a, make the difference in a, in a situation where you need them, but you don't really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of things in the baby stuff world are either yeah, designed to stoke up and then take advantage of parental anxiety <laughs> or just like fancy, unneeded things. For example, the bottle warmer. The bottle warmer. The wipe warmer. Oh, the wipe warmer. I'll tell you how to warm a wipe. It's a wipe. It's super thin. You just hold, hold it, it in on your, your hand. Hold it in your, put it in your hands for like, seriously, like four or five seconds. Now it's body temperature. You're good to go. Yes, warm up a wipe. You'll have a happier kid probably. But yeah, you don't need this thing. It's just thing not needed. Doing, doing that In job. human history, babies' bottoms have been wiped without warm wipes. Bingo. <laughs> I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And th- that's some of the questions that we parents should ask ourselves is, oh man, this, this mesh feeder that I could put a strawberry in so my child doesn't choke. Wait a minute. Have people used this for the last thousands of years? Wait a minute. No, they haven't. Before this. <laughs> they, they've been okay. <laughs> we get it. As, as, as new parents. Man, there were things we bought, things we did, things we worried about that we didn't need to. And so our, one of our jobs in doing this episode is just freeing you to not feel like you need to buy all the things just to appease mm-hmm. all your anxieties. Yeah, not to say that we, we're these parenting we're not experts minimizing. or you're silly or anything. Yeah, it's just... Uh, the job that you have or are about to have doesn't need to be any more complicated or worrisome yeah. than it is. And you probably are, you, there's a good chance you might be thinking it is or, or whatever. Just, just take care of the kid. Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. So that's our list of the essential items that you need for baby. And if you can get them at a consignment sale, awesome, awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the, Nice to haves. And if, you f- if they happen to be at the consignment sale and you can get a good deal, well, these could be cool things to have mm-hmm. um, as well. And then we mentioned a few things that you could probably just skip or you just don't really need. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on if you're a different personality, maybe you feel that you would, but we've shared our, our thoughts. Yes. If you are <laughs> you listening can tell we're quite relaxed. on Spotify, you can find a little question or poll down there and tell us some of the things you have found most helpful and essential pass that wisdom on to the newer or soon-to-be parents who are listening and we would love to hear from you maybe maybe we'll do a podcast episode answering your question so you can do that there's a link in the show notes Uh, just go to the, the episode description you'll see a link there you can do it on your computer, on your phone, pretty much anything that has a microphone. You just go to this website, say, yes, you can listen to my microphone while I record this. You hit the button and you send us the message. Bada bang, bada boom. And it, hey, if you know anybody with a new baby or about to have a baby, send them this episode. Yeah. I think they'll love it. 
And while you're at it, if you wouldn't mind giving us a rating on our podcast, it helps get the word out and it helps other um, Catholics find this show. So help us do that. Go ahead and leave a rating. And we have enjoyed this episode of the Catholic Money Show. We will see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.